Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Project Dave Podcast. I'm your host, AC, and on this episode, we have someone who truly needs no introduction. If you've been a part of the local scene, you already know who he is. Get up for face, a.k.a. Julian. Yo. How are you that today? Was, that was humbling, bro. Thank you. Oh, of course, of course. Um, Just speaking I'm chilling, though. It's a good day today. Yeah? Um, it's, been, it's been good lately. Mm. What's the first thing you thought of when you woke up? I was like mad tired this morning. My eyes felt like really heavy, but usually when I first wake up in the morning, I just try to like focus on God. The fact that like I woke up today, it's always crazy to think about. Like I have this little writing next to my to my bed that says, um, God woke you up with a purpose today. So I just wow. try to think about that today and just ask like, you know, Super why did I wake up? Yeah. What's going to happen today? Just try to look forward to it. I'd be struggling to get out of bed sometimes, though. I feel like that's something everyone deals with. Yeah. To be honest. I don't know what it is, but, like, I, like, automatically wake up really early in the morning now, and I, like, can't fall back asleep. And it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. Like, the other night I went to sleep at, like, 3 in the morning, and I woke up at 8. And, like, I was just, like... Do you think it's, like, uh, because of school? You were so used to waking up early? Not even, because I haven't been in school for, like, years now. Um, I think it's, like... I have, like, a really big window next to my bed, mm. and I feel like the sunlight just comes in and, like, just keeps me awake. And I don't really like closing the blinds because I like waking up to the sunlight. And if I close my blinds, I'll end up sleeping in, so. Um, so it, it's, like, a, it's like more positive than negative in a way. Yeah, definitely. You wake up. Because I don't really stay tired, so. More productive. Yeah. Nah, man. Sometimes I wake up and I just... I don't feel like doing anything. Nah, yeah, I feel that. But it's weird. I had a friend that I, I talked to about this that I would take a, a f- literally like a five minute nap and I wake up super energetic. And he told me, I'm not sure if he's like if he was just messing with me, but he told me that um, humans are supposed to take naps throughout the day in small increments, and that's how they get energy. And because of the industrial revolution, is the reason everyone works throughout the whole day and then sleeps at night. Yeah. So I was like. That sounds like it could be possible, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, science behind it. I, I agree that, like, power naps can be really good. I just don't really be napping because I feel like it's dangerous because you could end up falling asleep for hours and then messing yeah. up your whole sleep schedule. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me personally, I feel like like naps are kind of essential. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like more people should be comfortable taking naps. Make, make that a normal thing, you know? I definitely should take more naps. <laughs> There we go. I've never really been a nap type of guy. I remember, like, the first time I took a nap. It was, like, in fifth grade. I came back home, and I fell asleep, and I felt, like, amazing after. I was like, wow. Yeah. I've never just slept during the day like that. Yeah. It felt like a little vampire, probably. <laughs> uh, some A question I always enjoy talking to local artists, uh, especially not, like, singers, but, like, actual, like, drawers, painters, and all type of artists, is when someone asks you, hey, what do you do for work? What do you tell them? Um, I'm, like, mainly, like, a fashion designer. At this point, like, I guess you could call me a seamstress because, like, I, I really just make clothes from scratch. But um, I'm definitely just, like, a visual artist in all senses. I draw. Um, I try to paint every now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sew. And, yeah. For sure. Keep it general. I mean, you used to have fashion shows a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. 
can you think back to the first time you had a fat like your first fashion show how are you feeling what was going through yeah, your head I, I like hosted that show it was Uggfest um shout out to Uggfest yeah throwback <laughs> that was that was a crazy event because we we ended up like selling out that night and it was my first time like hosting an event mm-hmm. we sold out 300 tickets and then like had people lined up like sneaking in shit because we sold out and <laughs> they like drove all the way to downtown yeah but um that fashion show was crazy. It was like mad cramped in this little little ass venue, mm-hmm. you know, just like everybody just lining up to see. At the time, it was it was a really like simple collection of mine. I was still just like printing and and painting on like thrifted clothes right. and blanks that I found. But it was definitely very inspiring, you know. And sure. we had a few other brands there. I remember Beeper was there. Um, my boy Keegan had his stuff there shout out shout out yeah just more brands bodder you feel me the ogs yeah a lot of them aren't around anymore but sadly yeah it was a staple in time (laughs) honestly yeah i mean it's interesting because you hear a lot of people um at least you know back in your your late teens at least that uh that people they would make they'll plan like a party or plan a if anything, because shows weren't really big back then, yeah. but but they were playing like shows. But I like the idea that you decided like, nah, I'm just I'm gonna make a fashion show. Yeah, I feel like my whole I was talking to someone about this yesterday, but I feel like with my shows it was really interesting because it was like a festival vibe mm-hmm. fit into like a small venue. So right. we had like performances going on the whole night, and then like visual artists everywhere, like food and just like a beautiful like environment yeah i think they were like really unique in that sense because i feel like a lot of the shows that people were doing were kind of just like to like make clout or money not to like hate on them but you know like you can definitely tell when there's less work being put into something like i used to plan my shows for like months you feel me and yeah get all these artists and like figure out like advertising mm-hmm. and the aesthetic for the yeah. event and all of that you I put mean, you put love into it yeah, I only really did two events, like Fest 1 and 2, and yeah. definitely want to come back and do another one sometime soon, but that'll happen when, when God says so, you know. Uh, I mean, can you settle the debate real quick with my friends, because we're, we're, back then we always wondered why you called it Uggfest, why, like, why that name? Yeah, Ugg is a acronym, it's, it's for Uncommon Kind, and mm. that was like my, my group at the time of all my homies like what we call ourselves just like artists visual and musical mm-hmm. if you go on instagram you can go to uncommon kind and it's literally like a time capsule now of just like that era 2018 yeah just like what we had at the time and Uckfest was just the uncommon kind festival you feel me i feel you on that it's really cool i can't speak personally for Uckfest and Uckfest too because i haven't been but for the shows i i do have it's really cool to see the type of people that go that's I, I wouldn't want to say that every single individual because i haven't talked to anybody but a lot of people kind of have like this they leave their ego outside or at the door and everyone's just there for a good time everyone's super kind yeah. super generous i think that's how it was definitely like at first especially like in my events there is a few other ones that were pretty good vibes but i feel like it got to a point where they were really getting like watered down and people were just like pulling up to like like it felt i stopped going to them because it legit felt like i was going to instagram in real life at one point really yeah and that just like turned me off i was just like like what are we really doing here you feel me mm. but um 
COVID definitely like gave us some time away from that. So I feel like when it comes back, there might be another little renaissance. Yeah, that's the perfect events. way to describe it. Because yeah. people, because it's like I want I don't want to say a dick thing, but you've been away for so long. When you come back, you you learn to appreciate it more. Yeah, of course. Definitely. You don't you don't know what you have till it's gone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you a a pretty random question because you know I feel like it. It's good to, to know someone's character. Uh, before, I used to ask um, Gorilla versus Bear, or uh, Rhino versus Elephant. But with you, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Would you rather, like, and you could get any weapon you want, any, any terrain, anything you want. Would you rather fight 15 raccoons or 100 rats? This is a fight to the death. Ah, uh, yeah. They're like ravaging me. Type. Um, you can pick any weapon you want. You can have any circumstance you want. I'll give that to you. I just feel like raccoons are smart enough to like do some crazy like teaming up and, and destroying me. Type. Yeah. So maybe the rats, but I also feel like a hundred rats is is really crazy. Like they a could lot. probably do something crazy too. A lot of numbers. It's a toughie. <laughs> yeah, I think the rats would be easier to fight off. I feel like raccoons are pretty, like, crazy. Yeah, because one raccoon, like, you know, when people see them in their trashes or whatever, they get a broom, and it's kind of like a, like a little sword fight. So yeah. imagine two, you, you call someone. With the rats, I'm literally imagining myself with a broom, like, sweeping them away from me. <laughs> like on the oh, yeah, you know what? It, it reminded me, like, the... In the beginning of Ratatouille, when the old woman shot down her house, and oh, all the yeah. rats just fell down. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, Ratatouille's a classic, bro. Shout out to Ratatouille. Facts. That's like one of the best Pixar movies, if not the best Pixar movie. It's I up like there it. with like Up. I love it. There's a, have you seen the meme when the, the little midget chef is, is reading the thing, and it's like, and then the, the caption's like different every time. Nah, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, no. Maybe I will one day, though. <laughs> I'll pull it up, I'll pull it up. <laughs> Um, so I could tell that you're a creative individual. I wanted to ask if you personally faced any hardships or any obstacles while you were in high school. Like, did any teachers kind of try to confine you in a way to, to, so you could bend to, to their way instead of the other way around? Yeah, man, I dropped out of high school in junior year because it was just, like, not it for me. I was, I was trying to do my art and, um. I was just like failing school honestly mm-hmm. and I just had like no drive for that because that was when I was doing all these events and stuff and it was just like all of my focus was going towards like making things and putting myself out there and just like building up myself as an artist and school was definitely at least for me like just distracting me from all of that I wasn't really learning anything and um even like in my art classes i was going to braddock so i wasn't going to any like special school or anything yeah just like being in art class like it literally just felt like my spirit was like dying every time i went into school i would straight up just like nap all day and just like go home and then work on shit till like three in the morning and then do it all over again so eventually junior year i was just like i I talked to my mom and i was just like yo, let me drop out and get my GD so I can go to college. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm in college for fashion design. And, um, yeah, definitely in high school, 
I don't recommend dropping out, but if, if it's not good for you, I also don't recommend forcing yourself to stay because really, like, what is the point, especially at this point, like, yeah, what is a high school diploma, you know, if you can right. just get a GED, go to college anyway. And, and for what it's worth in this pandemic, uh, I feel like a lot of people learned with, like, school, like, is it really... I got like obviously high, like schools uh, learning is essential, but the way that at least Miami Dade or, or you know the government makes it, it shows that like we, we could do without it or we could do it better. Yeah, and that's definitely how I see. That's facts, especially like with with online school, a lot of people just aren't mm-hmm. learning anything or even pulling up to class at this point. And yeah, I, I was talking to somebody because uh, I I was doing it online and they asked me, oh why don't you just go physically? And I was like. I learn the same amount that I do whether I'm at home or there. Yeah. So I rather save like you know the time of waking up early, driving, you know, doing all that, and staying at home and just you know working out other stuff. Because it's uh, like just today I was uh, I was in class and and I had my camera off and I was building I was making the set I was editing some videos I was working on some stuff like I was being more productive yeah. in that way. But school is, is more like an obstacle than a yeah, step Yeah, like, on. when I would be at school, I would be, like, drawing in my book or sleeping. You mm-hmm. know I mean? And, like, it was just, like, like, my teachers all knew that I didn't want to be there. And they all, like, saw. My teachers wouldn't even, like, like try to discipline me or anything. Yeah. Because they just knew that, like, I wasn't really, like, like, Committed, they yeah. saw, I guess they saw, like, that school just wasn't for me, like, the things that I was learning, you feel me, like, because I understood everything, too, like, when I would, when I would take the tests, I would always pass them, Mm -hmm. and I would always, like, graduate to the next grade level, like, it's not like I was, like, stupid or anything, it was just, like, I just didn't want to be there. For sure, and I I feel like that actually helps people out a lot, because school could simply just not be for you. Yeah, exactly. Just as simple as that, but all the time people feel kind of guilty like the societal norms kind of pressure them to to keep yeah. going but it's okay like it's okay as long as yeah, you have I mean, a plan luckily i had a supportive mom who like allowed me to to drop out you know and believed in me and she's always been there like shout out to my mom for real because Buckfest wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her like investing in me and like seeing the potential in me and like all of my collections bro like none of yeah. that would have happened if i didn't have like a support system like that so for sure, bro. It's always nice to have support like that, especially coming from family. Yeah, helps out. But I'm glad to see that that you picked uh, like your own benefit, your own happiness over staying in school and just. Yeah, I just knew, and like my mom knew too that that it wasn't gonna end well for me. Like I was literally just gonna graduate high school for the sake of graduating high school. Exactly. Like, what's the point of that? Exactly. You know I mean? It's not like I'm gonna try to go to. It's not like I'm going to get a scholarship anyway if I'm failing my classes. Like, yeah. So what's really the point? And, and then it's funny because I see this. Uh, like I, I talk about this uh, a lot with my friends. And it's like you go, you graduate high school. You go to college. Whether you do four or six years, you get a diploma. And then you're unemployed. And then some people, they graduate high school. And then they're unemployed. And then it's like at the end, they get to like the same spot. Yeah. But just like one takes a longer route than the other. Yeah. But tr- but like it's not like that like for every single person and you know yeah. they'll be fucked up. But uh yeah for some people they they leave they leave uh, high school and they make their own path 
you know, kind of like an entrepreneurship. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really important. I talk to people all the time that are, like, struggling with deciding, like, what they want to study and, and things like that. Like, I see it as, like, we're so young and, and we really have, like, the privilege to use this time to, like, find ourselves and, like, what we really want to do. And a lot of us don't end up doing that because we get so caught up in, like, work or, like, just going to school for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. Like, to be in school, to stay busy. Like, so many of us just try to stay busy rather than, like, sitting down with ourselves and, like, figuring out, like, what what we really want to do. And that's how a lot of people just end up right. nine to fives, just, like, working to live, you feel me? And mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be like that. Same here. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's, like... There's so many other different paths. Like, if you want to, uh, plumbers and mechanics make a yeah. shit ton of money, and there's school specifically for that that you could complete under a year or, or in yeah. a year. You get that, you, and then you're you're set. You, you don't you're not confined to to that you have to do this or else you're considered a failure. Yeah, exactly. But I uh, I was listening to this uh to this other podcast where people they're having that discussion. It's like. Uh, before like our parents uh, I'm not sure about you but like immigrants and stuff like that uh, I'm sorry people like that didn't have that option it was either uh, go to school or or work or, like enslave themselves yeah. uh, but now there, there's an argument that could be made that there's too many choices in that for people our age it could be a, a little overwhelming what yeah. Do you, yeah what do you think I about can that? I can definitely see that like there is a lot of career path choices and that is a problem that a lot of people face I just feel like people also don't really like try to like figure it out at yeah. the same time you feel me like they'll they'll get overwhelmed but like they're doing that to themselves you feel me like mm. you're you're really overwhelming yourself like based on the way that you choose to look at it like perspective is everything really so mm -hmm. Like, if you see it as, like, there's so many things, what am I going to choose? Like, it's more like there's so many things, there's so many things to choose. Like, let me try these things, figure out, like, what, what feels right for me. Because a lot of people just don't even, like, try to figure that out. They just wait till, like, something, something comes to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even to day to day, and I'm a, I'm a victim of this, where I would be, like, in my living room, and I'm like, I have to stop by the bank, I have to edit this episode I have to do this and that and then I just I'm so, I'm like overwhelmed myself that I just end up not doing anything yeah and I do one thing and exactly that's like the kind of the point that I'm trying to make like when you get overwhelmed you end up not doing anything and yeah. it's like the best way to do it is taking it step by step you exactly. know I mean? like first let me figure out why I'm doing this like and then the what yeah. will come later you feel me because a lot of us just try to think about like what we're gonna do and like when you think about what you're gonna do, it's just too much sometimes, you know? Exactly. And that could apply to anything, whether it be like school or even like making art. I was talking to someone about this the other day, just like, we tend to like get uninspired and like get to a block in our art when when we're just thinking about what we're gonna make. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. what? that's it. Like, you're just thinking about what I'm gonna make. And really, like, what you should be asking yourself, like, something that I've learned is, is first come to yourself and ask yourself, like, why am I making this? And then, once you answer that question, the what will, like, literally just fall into place. You don't even have to really think about it. Yeah. That's a beautiful way, a beautiful way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, but pretty recently, I, I learned that if you ever do get in that rut, uh, something simple, I just, I figured out and I tell myself is just do one thing. 
Yeah. Just do anything yeah, exactly. productive. That's what I mean. Like, take one step mm-hmm. rather than trying to tackle all these things at once because yeah. realistically, you won't be able to even if you tried to. Mm-hmm. And if you do try to, you're probably going to end up, like, just sabotaging yourself later on because yeah. then things are just going to get more complicated. For sure. Uh, let's talk about your, your work a little bit more when it comes to fashion. You, yeah, you have a lot. Like, all of it is original pieces. I could tell you put a lot of effort into each and every one of the individual clothing. Yeah. Uh, there was one that I, that I, I thought was super cool. That uh, It was the one where it was, like, made out of teddy bears, and it was, like, a jacket. Yeah. Uh, but pretty random. What, what music do you listen to while you work? Um, all kinds of stuff, really. Like, straight up, I, like, listen to my friend's music, or I listen to, like... I like to play like jazz while playing. That's that's pretty cool. Like some background, like instrumental stuff, um, hip hop, you know, Christian music, just all kinds of stuff. Like gospel is pretty fire to work with because you just be feeling like the Holy Spirit flowing through me. Especially like lately, I've been really trying to connect with God a lot more, like in my process. Right. And that's been a beautiful thing because, like. To go on to a whole other topic. I'll go for it. In in my art, that's really, like, the first place where I ever really felt connected to God. Because I didn't grow up, like, religious or anything. And I didn't even know anything about, like, Jesus or anything. So, like, when I was younger, around the time of, like, Uggfest, 2017, 18, 19, like, those years, my art really just, like, felt, like, divine in a sense. When I would really, like, tap in. It would be like something was like flowing through me onto the paper. There wasn't really me at that point. Like I was, I wasn't really thinking about it. Like I was just being like a vessel for something. And like slowly, like as I found God and like His Word, I just like realized that like that's that's God and like the fact that I'm made in His image. You feel me? Like just like it gets. It's so like liberating because it's literally like I don't even have to feel the pressure of like being myself or like thinking about being myself you feel me because i just am myself like i am who god made me to be and like he gave me this gift like ever since i was a kid i've always like loved drawing i've never wanted to be anything else but an artist and like at this point i'm getting to a point where like i'm trying to use my art as a way to like glorify god and i feel like that's such a beautiful thing that we don't really see nowadays especially like with the way that like social media is like people are just into like streetwear and like hyped up stuff and like art has kind of like become watered down like yeah you could look anywhere like even at like nfts like if you look at that as an example just like people kind of just make things for the sake of like making things and getting a following and making money and like i'm just at a point where like my art has become so like personal and like it's such a beautiful thing because I just feel so connected and I feel like in that people can connect more to my work and just like you know like feel something when they look at it and I feel like that's something that we've lost a lot with with modern art at least with social media because it's just so much to look at you feel me like the way that it's set up like it's literally like you're drowning in an ocean of artists I mean, I I definitely want to get into the fashion and, like, social media aspect, but uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, when did you 
find uh, to like start this journey to connect with God was this something you always had since you were little or is like nah. an experience recently brought you to it yeah I actually like got saved like June last year so it hasn't even been a year yet it's been like 10 months that yeah. I've been following God and it was like a gradual thing like I remember in 2019 I had this conversation like with with my best friend Keegan and he came over and I hadn't seen him for like a few months because he was like doing his thing with God. He like grew up Christian mm-hmm. and um he like fell away from God when I first met him. So like when he went back he kinda like ghosted, like and just like spent time alone. And then this one day like we hung out and he was like the first person who really like told me about Jesus and like who Jesus was and like what he did for us and it really just like planted a seed in me that conversation because like over the next few months after that I just started to like really recognize God in my day-to-day life and like seeing like his glory because a lot of us tend to like credit like I'm gonna just use this as an example like a lot of us refer to God as like the universe and like this whole like woke culture thing like yeah people want to say like the universe is guiding me or like whatever but really like god is is beyond the universe like god created the universe and like we see him in like literally everything like whether it be like this conversation right now or like the trees that we look at like the sky every day like water fire like our anatomy like it's just crazy especially like being an artist you really like see that like everything is just too perfect to not have been from something you feel me like yeah, exactly and and whether you choose to believe in like god and, and his word that's up to you but i think that like there's just a lot of evidence that points to like the truth behind like jesus and, and christianity and like who god is in scripture and like who he's always been because his his character has never changed you feel me like god remains the same everything changes but but god is just eternal and it's just been like a beautiful thing connecting with that because i've always like struggled with insecurity and like depression and anxiety like we all kind of do yeah and um especially like recently i've really been connecting with god more and just like gaining this sense of security in him that is just like unshakable because i understand now that like i was made in his image and like sin has this way of like making us feel like we're worthless you feel me like Mm -hmm. when when we give into these like evil tendencies that we all have like all of these temptations like the devil tries to use it to his advantage to like get us to think that we're not made in god's image to make us feel like lesser than what we really are and like god's word really like reminds us of who we are and and jesus came literally for the sake of like setting us free from those insecurities and from these like mental strongholds and just like from the devil you know because the devil really does have a lot of power over us in this world in this day and age like with social media with politics with with money like capitalism like literally everything is is corrupt at this point but like it's crazy because like god shines through in everything like even in darkness like there's this one bible verse that i love that it says um for god's 
his grace is sufficient and his power is made perfect in weakness and like that's something that's just like so beautiful to think about because it's like true like in the times where we are the weakest like that's when god is is most like his power is most present in our lives like his presence is most like attainable because we can feel him there with us like god never leaves us you know right and it's just a beautiful thing yeah it's it's always um like a light of hope yeah exactly pulls you through do you i mean obviously you know a lot of people do you do you think that a lot of people who consider themselves atheists are less happy than those who are are religious or more in tune with god i just think that like it's i think that that falls into like worldly thinking categories and it's like all your attention is either either you're trying to like disprove god which takes so much energy and like at the end of the day like god is evident in everything like really in denying god i, I feel like it's like a, either you had a bad experience with religion or you think that you're smart enough to understand how the universe works right but really like i just see like truth in god and just like like what what love is and what truth is and what light is like all of these things that we all crave and experience and like like morality like the fact that we all believe in good and evil mm-hmm. like how do you explain that you feel me you can yeah. try to explain it with biology and science but it's just theories and like the bible talks about how um if we don't take in the gospel like a child would then like we won't be in heaven and and that's really interesting to think about because it's literally saying like put your pride aside and put your ego aside and don't lean on your own your own understanding you feel me like yeah really like god's word makes it plain and clear like why things are the way that they are and and how they are and it gives us a hope of glory for the future and we're not called to like try so hard to like prove things you feel me that's not really where our focus should be our focus should be in trying to connect with god because he brings that understanding like Mm -hmm. straight up like a year ago i wouldn't even be able to comprehend a lot of the things that i do now just because i've been patient and i've been humble before god and just like submitted myself to him and and allowed him to like build me up into who he made me to be and it's just been like crazy because like i was also like into spirituality before i found god like into new age and like chakras and meditation and astrology and all of that and yeah just like from my own experience all of these other worldviews like outside of of you could call it christianity i don't even really like calling it that to a certain extent because i feel like that comes with so much uh, like to it like a connotation like a yeah. negative connotation because of like religion but like jesus you feel me like who jesus is is just like that's the truth like he says i am the, the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me and just like all of these other worldviews and mentalities to me just like raise more questions and make us feel more lost like it, it doesn't give us that sense of security like it doesn't it doesn't provide salvation the way that like christianity does and a lot of people today don't even think that we need to be saved and that's just like the devil man yeah it's sad 
truly like we we are like broken creatures man like we all we all can easily see it like in not only our personal lives but just the world at large like you can see the spiritual war that's happening and like the the powers that be are like evil bro and mm-hmm. the days are evil and just like i believe that jesus is coming back you feel me and he's gonna he's gonna collect everyone who has faith in him and who seeks him feel me because at the end of the day like god is never gonna intercede on your own free will yeah he's never gonna make you seek him and that's like where free will comes in like he allows sin because what he wants is love and the only way that you can love someone is if you love them from the bottom of your heart if you make the choice to love someone and what love is something that i've learned like through my relationship with god is that love is really like a commitment to like the well-being of another person a commitment to like loving them as an action like it's not just a feeling and like that's the world's definition of love like just feeling like you love someone but what love really is like what what god calls us to do is commit ourselves and deny ourselves in order to love others and to love him you feel me because at the end day we're all gonna have desires like we're all gonna have sinful desires that are selfish that go against the will of either god or or other people Mm. but really what love is the power of love is like being able to deny yourself and having that be like satisfactory you feel me like like being able to just like say no i'm not gonna do this because i know it'll turn me away from something better yeah and then embracing that better thing with patience because a lot of us fall into temptation because in the face of it we're not being patient like through it we just feel like oh like i have this desire right now and it's not going to go away but like it will go away if we just sit and stay strong exactly i definitely i i see where you're coming from and i i want to make sure for the listeners at home to i wrote it correctly as to not lose anybody but uh i'm still learning i'm still growing and personally i feel that when it comes to religion even not just one but different types of religion yeah. it's just perspectives on different perspectives on how people interpret it like one single thing yeah. so when it comes to to people who are kind of nihilist or, or atheist in that regard i feel i don't want to offend anybody but i feel it's kind of a, a way of, of laziness like they yeah. don't want to put in the work to to fight or like to fight those uh, those urges or even understand what's going on so they just accept they say like they just accept like oh the world's evil so and there's nothing i can do about it so it's whatever and that kind of thinking is what is is what uh like stopping people you know i think that there's a lot of reasons you feel me like like i mentioned either people had negative experience with religion and religious people because that's not what god is about you know like the religious people of jesus time are the ones who killed him and crucified him like it was the people who claimed god and people who thought that they were doing a service to god by killing god <laughs> like god's straight up. yeah and um with atheism i also like don't want to assume anything or offend people but i do feel like a lot of it is rooted in either pride or like stubbornness mm-hmm. or just like like you said it could be laziness people like like that's where i was at for a long time i was an agnostic and I just didn't know, and I didn't really, like, care, you feel me, to understand, like, the reality behind the world, 
there's something that I've really, like, learned is that, like, when you see the truth, like, you can't turn back, <laughs> like, straight up, like, yeah. I can never go back to the things that I used to believe in because I've seen God now, and I've seen, like, what he's done in my life, and I've seen, like, the salvation, like, in Jesus, like, I've really, like, done my research and, like, studied and, and seeked God, and the Bible says that if you seek him, like, you will find him. If you knock at the door, he will answer because he is faithful to us. Yeah. Like, all God wants is for us to love him, so, and to love us, so, like... To love ourselves, love thy neighbor. Yeah, straight up, and, like, if you if you draw near to God, he's going to draw near to you. And yeah. If you resist the devil, like, he'll flee from you, and that's the struggle that a lot of people deal with now because straight up, especially with our generation, a lot of people just don't even believe in the devil. Like, yeah. it's crazy because that's where his power really comes in when you don't believe that he's there yeah and then like he could really use you you know and, mm -hmm. like and for those type of people that are, are in a dark place or just like going through that period i would just say to to kind of at least put a little bit of effort to look into it because they hear the bible verses about um yeah like when it comes to angels and demons and they, and they think they take it kind of literal but it's more uh, the Christianity and, and like when it comes to Catholics, they use a lot of imagery to, to just um, explain different things, like yeah. how to be, like how to treat others, like just basically simple stuff when it comes yeah. to like treat others, how you want to be treated. Yeah, I believe that there's like, um, like a real spiritual like world. And I do believe in like demons and angels. Like I believe that they're real. I just believe that like we don't see them naturally unless yeah. we're in that spirit realm because a lot of people have had like really crazy visions like not even on drugs like straight up just like being shown and, and awakening or awaking to that like realm and just seeing like there's a spiritual effect to every action that we put out into like the physical realm you feel exactly. me? like everything comes with something and we all really do have demons like straight up like depression and anxiety to me is like demons and it's like these powers that are binding us to the world and to our flesh you feel me just like straight up like we're being like held back and restrained like we're prisoners to these entities and mm -hmm. like jesus literally like his blood washes us clean of that bro like all of those like chains and all of those just things that hold us back like when we have the truth and the light that comes with the gospel like it, it outshines the darkness because darkness can't exist in light you feel yeah. me? Like, i i want to take a step aside and ask you a, a more ethical philosophical question so sure. let's say there's there's someone like imagine there's a person throughout his life he's like grumpy um rude but he does uh he does one good deed, like a big good thing to help out others. Is he considered a good person or is he still considered bad? Yeah, I mean, I really believe that like, this is a really cool Bible verse, but um, basically somebody like, one day when Jesus was teaching in the temple, somebody came up to him and asked him like, how can we be good like you? Mm -hmm. Because obviously Jesus was a perfect human, like he never fell into sin or anything. And the way that Jesus responded to them, I always found really interesting. He told them, why do you call me good? None are good but God. And, like, for that to be coming from Jesus, like, for him to be saying, like, why do you call me good? None are good but God. It really puts it into perspective that none of us are good no matter what works we do. Like, it's not about works. That's yeah. not how we're saved. Like, and 
when when people talk about like being a good person and that gets you into heaven that's like unbiblical because really like it's faith that gets us into heaven when we believe in god and we believe in heaven and we believe in the blood of jesus like what he did on the cross for us for us to be freed from sin for us to literally like be completely clean from our past you feel me a lot of us struggle with like guilt like i'm a like me personally that's something that i've struggled with a lot just like the guilt of the negative things that i've done and i've done so many good things for people too you feel me like i consider myself a pretty pretty selfless person like i put myself out and i talk to people a lot and i try to help them Mm -hmm. in the ways that i can but those things that i've done to hurt other people are always gonna like outweigh those good things to me because of that guilt you feel me like yeah but really like you're your own judge in yeah, that situation. But but my faith really like just if my faith is real, like I should know that like Jesus like washed me clean of that. You feel me? Like he straight up like made me holy. He became my sin so that I can became become his righteousness. And like to answer your question, um, I just don't believe that any work that we do can ever justify us, like based on our sinful nature and like the things that we've done against god bro like it's every day (laughs) that we sin against god and so many things that we don't even think about you feel me whether it be like like something that happens to me a lot is like my headphones will get disconnected from my phone and i'll like curse and i'll be like damn like why did i just get so angry in that moment over something Mm -hmm. so small even if i'm not super angry it's like like what am i doing you feel me And, and that's just like one example of like so many things that we yeah. really do like god is um completely like holy and and what that means is that just like he's completely separate and completely like different from anything that we see in this world so mm-hmm. even our good works compared to god are like filthy rags you feel me like it's it's nothing like our works can't justify us like straight up and yeah but so i don't want anyone to be discouraged to not do anything yeah no that's the thing there's another bible verse that talks about how faith without works is dead just like the body without the spirit is dead you feel me like if we truly have faith that will show in our works Mm -hmm. but if we think that works means faith that's not the case because there's so many evil people who donate to charity to make themselves look like good people exactly you feel me and that's not gonna like like god isn't gonna be like oh you donated to these kids with cancer 10 years ago so you're gonna get into heaven what god is looking for is holy people you feel me he's looking for his people who love him and love each other for people to do it to do good works with a good intention exactly he he looks and he judges our hearts not our works and that's something that's like so crazy because when you really like know that you really start to see like we are sinful beyond measure dude like straight up like we're more sinful than we can ever imagine but at the same time we're more loved than we can ever imagine by god and it's all with the modern age too because we do things that we don't even think about like for example uh products like simple products that like your iphone or or the cases where they the white little boxes where they keep your food that could be um, shipped from other con- uh, from other countries where they over- underpaid their workers and, yeah. and literally sometimes work them to death, like with sweatshops and stuff. Yeah, and we benefit and we buy their products and we, we basically make this gear go around. Yeah, that's what I was saying about like how capitalism is like super evil, really, mm-hmm. when you look at it. Like it's, it's a great thing for us as artists and 
like modern humans but for for people in third world countries like like everything has like a negative effect you feel me like there's there's always going to be a a consequence of every action and and a lot of us are blocked from even seeing those consequences because companies aren't transparent or we're not transparent with ourselves yeah exactly like when you pick up like a pair of jeans at a super popular store it doesn't come with like a tag or a warning saying hey uh like you know like i don't know like like going a little extra like a bunch of children or a bunch of underplayed people uh put their blood sweat and tears into this and and they're not getting the benefits do you still want it (laughs) so you just get it Uh, there's a 29 dollar price yeah i mean that's something you could even this this ties into everything because if we all were completely aware of the consequences of every action that we would do a lot of us would never do a lot of the things that we do mm-hmm. whether it be buying a pair of jeans or like falling into sin you feel me like if we knew the actual consequence like yeah. physical and spiritual if we understood then we would be perfect but the thing is like that requires work and a lot of people choose not to put in that work yeah exactly but also another thing is like i feel like god allows us to fall into sin so that we can deal with the consequences and understand like from experience because a lot of the times a warning isn't going to be enough i mean most of the time a warning isn't enough bro like how many times i was a kid and i was told to not do a lot of things that i ended up doing when i was older Mm -hmm. yeah like a lot of science not trespassing and just whatever and then you jump the fence and exactly like like what is a warning sign really gonna do if if you have this desire and this curiosity and that's like if you look at the garden adam and eve you feel me like god gave them this entire paradise and told them he warned them don't eat off this one tree because the moment that you eat off of it you will surely die and what did they do they got tempted to eat from the tree and they did it you feel me and yeah and that's that literally is like human nature summarized into one story yeah. you feel me like just that rebellion that we have like it's like innate you feel me it's just like our it's like just natural to us to rebel against god yeah well with uh, those points in mind i wanted to, to ask you kind of the reverse question or let's say there's there's a good man or a good woman a good person they they try to do their best deeds every day but they uh fall into sin they do one huge heinous uh heinous crime it could be whatever you want after that point they they try to to keep doing their best to be better but are they considered now a bad person because it could be argued if you do one good thing that doesn't make you a good person so why is it one bad thing doesn't make you a bad person yeah um because like with crimes you do like a like a huge crime like yeah, uh, rob like, a bank right, you, you, let's, you say, let's say an example there's this dude he was a pretty good guy throughout his life you know he never really like hurt anyone or like cheated on any of his girlfriends or anything like that right and then one day he just snapped and killed somebody mm-hmm. and he went to jail okay and now what's he gonna do to, yeah. to get through that and and that's where repentance comes in because what repentance means is to to turn away from something you know like to to say no this isn't who i am and this isn't who i'm going to be you 
feel me? Like, when, when we repent for our sin, that's that's how we're saved, you feel me? Like, and, and when we're truly, re- like, when we come with true repentance, like I said, God judges our hearts. He sees our hearts. Right. And when he understands that we're truly regretful, he's going to forgive us. And that's his nature, to be forgiving and loving. And straight up, like, he will wipe away your past, bro. It's so crazy to me to think about that because... I've done so many things that, like, I mean, even to this day, I still do things that I struggle with forgiving myself for, and, like, straight up, like, God doesn't hesitate when when I come to Him, and, and I tell Him, like, I, I don't want to be this anymore, like, this isn't who I am, like, He knows, you feel me? He knows exactly who I am, like, He sees through me, and... and it's just like crazy because when we truly repent like he will do something in our hearts he'll change our hearts to desire other things you feel me like there's people i've seen testimonies of people who were drug dealers who were murderers who were like satanists you feel me like crazy just like people who did demonic things to others and and who didn't respect god and who are now preaching and evangelizing and are bringing people to the kingdom of god you feel me like it's because of them and their words that people are turning to god and becoming like becoming saved and like god is going to use you as a as a vessel if you allow him to if you ask the holy spirit to enter you and and to change you like he will and that's like god is faithful he answers prayer you know i think that no matter what and what truly gives me hope and, and optimism is that humans have this innate uh nature to to always find good like to always try to be their best selves to always try to be good yeah. no matter uh like what's like like what religion you are or even if you are one yeah. you the, always the law is written in our hearts you know because exactly. we are made in god's image and and he is good mm-hmm. definitely uh i wanted to ask you kind of a morbid question and then sure. we'll get to instagram questions because i'm really curious what is your definition of death? Because a lot of people say it's the absence of consciousness, or it's it could be like literally physical, like old yeah. shot and death. Um, I believe that death is separation from God, and um, like when we go to heaven, what heaven is is, is eternal life. You feel me? Like we we won't die mm-hmm. again. Like we'll die a physical death, but our spirit will keep living. And like death to me is just like. I mean, I believe in hell, too, because I believe in heaven, and I believe that hell is separation from God, and hell is, like, death. It's where death goes, and it's just, like, quarantine, do you feel me? And in that is, like, just darkness and evil, what we see today in death, you feel me? Like, like what we see is only a taste of what the afterlife is going to be like. So whether it be, like, the good things that we see or the bad things that we see, we're going to go one or the other, depending on what we choose, you feel me? And yeah i mean to me death is literally like just separation from god and and if you have a connection with god then he tells us he promises us that we won't die yeah i feel with religion it's not necessarily you go and you pray for something to go away like you go and you pray oh i like my family needs this uh, money for this certain thing like rent or, yeah. or something i i feel like religion is more like you go and you pray so you could change your mind and your perspective to be okay with what's happening exactly that's that's like faith and um 
just like what I was telling you earlier about how I have this sense of security now that mm. is just like unshakable. Like no matter what happens to me, no matter what sin I fall into, no matter what doubt may be in my head, no matter what situation I'm faced with, now I know that I have God. And and the thing with prayer is it's really interesting because God answers prayer, but it's never really in the way that we think he will. You know, God, yeah. dude, there's been men of God there's this one dude um i'm forgetting his name right now but basically he was this just prolific like um preacher and he got stomach cancer at 30 years old and he had a huge following hundreds of thousands of people were praying for him to be like healed from this and he died you know and that can either make you think oh no nah, god's not real because he didn't save this person or maybe god needed him in the kingdom you feel me maybe god needed him to die and that's something that we can't even begin to comprehend yeah like it, it could have a whole domino effect to other people exactly like his death might have brought something to the world you mm. feel me and, and just like that's why the bible tells us it's um it's a proverb i can't remember exactly what chapter it is but it tells us not to lean on our own understanding but but to lean on that of God's, you feel me? Yeah. To, to love God with all of our heart and mind and soul, to trust Him. And that's something a lot of people like struggle with. And that's that shows a lack of faith when you don't trust God. When you, when you try to understand why He allows things to happen and it makes you doubt Him, that's yeah. not trusting Him. And that's trying to lean on your own understanding when really like, God is completely different from us. We're made in his image, but the way that he thinks, we can't even comprehend it. We can't even understand because he sees everything at once. Yeah. And not not only everything in this present moment at once, but everything from all of eternity at once. Like straight up, like imagine that. Imagine what that could look like, you know? Like we can't. Yeah. And so who are you to say that like like a lot of atheists say like Oh, if God is real, he's either not all-powerful or not all-loving because of all the evil that's in the world. But it's like, really, if you really look at all the evil in the world, it's all human, like, sin just manifested. You feel me? He's allowed us to get to this point. Yeah, if it's a free about, will. Yeah, if you read about the garden, in the Garden of Eden before Adam and Eve sinned, there was no death. You feel me? There was no suffering. Like, everything was perfect. Everything was good. The thing is, like, our rebellion created this fall you feel me and, and this fall is all with a purpose too because god is trying to reveal something to us and he's trying to show us the effects of sin so that we turn away from it you feel me because mm. if if we don't go through sin then we're just gonna fall into it in heaven and that's not gonna happen like god's yeah. not gonna let that happen you feel me like heaven is gonna be perfect and it's gonna be like liberation from this flesh from like the sin from the evil that we experience you feel me it's straight up just like being with god like that's what i want more than anything dude to just be with god and be in his presence and like to not have to worry about anything because i i know that everything's okay you know yeah i mean that word of rebel it's kind of like a such a gray area because i'm personally i've always been one of those people that like to question authority because yeah. When men in power, you know, sometimes like, like even like with cops and stuff, they kind of like to, to step out of bounds and, and use that as a type of leverage to, to control you. Yeah. So it's always good to, to have that to question, 
um, to question like authority, like are these do these people have my intentions and my good intentions, or yeah. they just want something out of it? Well, like you know, and they kick me off in the street. So it's kind of like like a double-edged sword, you know, depending on on who you ask. Yeah, the way that I see that is like it's it's trusting God, like understanding who God is, like who are you questioning? The one who created the entire universe and you and everything in it and time and space and everything like you're gonna question him and his authority like you really don't think that he knows what's best for his own creation yeah. like obviously what he tells us is for a reason and we see that because every time that you go against god and and ignore what he has to say you're gonna deal with the consequences I mean, he's going to let you fall into sin and he's going to let you get your way out of it on your own. And right. he's going to be there with you. He's going to keep you through it. But he's not going to intercede. He's not going to manifest himself before you, right before you fall into a sin and say, no, don't do this. Yeah. He's going to let you do it. And then he's going to have you come to him afterwards and be sorry, repent. And then he's going to show you your way out of it. All right, that's how you learn. You got to figure exactly. it out. All right. Um, right now we're going to jump into our Instagram Q&A This first question comes from Sophie Debrawa Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right yeah, My old co-host used to be really good at pronouncing names I'll give her that <laughs> She's, uh, She asks What experiences slash people have shaped you To the person you are today? Yeah I mean um, Definitely like When I was growing up I had a lot of um, artists in my family Um my my older brother Jalen has always just been like a huge influence for me um just seeing the way that he's always been he's always just been like himself you know and and not allowed anything else to get in the way of that and that always like inspired me to like be confident in that sense of just like in my creation and who I am and then um my little sister's dad rest in peace Jason he he was definitely like a huge influence for me when I was was growing up. Um, when it came to drawing, I remember when I first met him, he he would like draw things for me. He would draw like the Superman symbol or the Batman symbol, and every time I would see him, I would ask him to draw me something. And I remember this one day, I asked him to draw the Superman symbol for me, and he looked at me and he handed me the paper and the pencil and he said, "Why don't you draw it this time?" And just like that moment will always stick with me because it was just like it was like the first time that I was basically told that I could do it myself mm -hmm. what I want like I can attain that on my own and then outside of him my aunt Janice um, she was just always very um, supportive of my art and she would like She's always, like, showed me things. You feel me? Taking me to art galleries or, like, cool restaurants. Like, taking me to Wynwood. Yeah. Like, things like that. Just, like, showing me what the world is like with art. And, you know. That's beautiful. Just, like, family and friends really have, have been, like, my top influence. Just those people who have been around and supported me. And events. Um, just finding God has really been, like, the greatest thing for me um, in my own growth my art just like finding myself through him because for a long time I was like looking to outside sources to find myself I was, I was trying to find myself through my spirituality or through astrology or through drugs or through 
just like trying things and it's like really like i've been here all along you know like god has been here with me and and he's asking me to sit down and take a second and like understand you know and open myself up to that like humble myself before him straight up and just like through finding god i've i've really humbled myself a lot which is like something that i used to struggle with really badly like i deleted a lot of my old posts and um if you look at my other interviews what i was telling you about about how they were like embarrassing i was just so like egotistical and i just thought that i like knew it all and just like being humbled has been like a great thing for me because i've just been able to like not think so much about who i am or what i'm doing and just like allowed myself to be used to spread a message right yeah that's beautiful we're always constantly learning facts this next question comes from jojo shrimp i believe and he asks, or they ask do you plan your pieces or just freestyle them um i used to like straight freestyle my pieces i didn't really used to think about it much but lately over the past year i've definitely been um i wouldn't say like plan my pieces like that but before i come to my piece i ask myself like why am i making this Mm-hmm. And then from there, I start trying to visualize like things that would point to like that why you know. So like I think a lot more about my symbolism and my composition and my technique. I definitely am more in my process now than I was before. Cause before I would kind of just like let go and like let something manifest itself onto the paper. But now it's definitely, like, a lot more of me involved and a lot more of, like, me seeking to express something specific. All right. This next question comes from Valentina Bays, and they ask, what was your biggest takeaway from 2020 as an artist? Um, definitely, like, not having to put myself out there to validate myself as an artist. Like, not having to be an artist on social media to be considered one. Um, 2020, I, like, really barely posted anything. And Mm. I was just, like, living life, you know? Took time to reflect. Exactly. Like, coming into myself and and trying to understand myself as an artist before I put myself out there. Because that's what I struggled with a lot in the past. Just, like, being too, like, antsy or too, like trying to get myself out there before I even knew who I was and in that like when I reflect on my old work I see that you know mm-hmm. and, and I know that people saw that too and like people can see that now if they look back at it as well they they saw that I was like I was like biting off more than I could chew you feel me I was being really like ambitious when I didn't have that much to offer really as an artist so now I've kind of just learned to like figure out who I am first and then, like, everything else comes later, you know? Yeah. Our final question comes from Blonde Boy, and he asks, if you could choose your name, what would it have been? Um, kind of like my name, honestly. You but, really? like, I don't know if he's asking, like, my actual name or, like, my artist name. But I think I'm pretty cool with my name right now. Yeah? Both of them, yeah. Chillin', chillin'. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody who sent in and submitted their questions, and thank you for listening. And 
I want to thank you for coming on. I really course, appreciate bro. you being here. Yeah, thank you I for feel having like me. I learned a lot, and I always enjoy um, conversations like these. Yeah, same. All right. Is there anything you want to promote or anything upcoming that you want to shout out? Um, I'm working on a couple collections right now. I'm working on a capsule collection called New Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seven pieces. Hopefully, I'm going to be dropping it in the next few months, but it's really up to God at this point. And then outside of that, I'm working on Israel, which is going to be a bigger collection. might not even come out this year, to be honest, but definitely just I'm, I'm getting to work. I got projects in the making and just, you know, I, I just want to say glory be to God for just everything, man, just, just this confidence, and, and I just feel ready now to, to move forward as an artist, and I definitely can have done that on my own, so shout out God, I hope that I answered some of y'all questions that you might have had for either me or just in general, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for listening, have a good one.